Hey everybody, welcome back to Like a Street Photographer Collective. I'm Ricky, and thank you for tuning in. I apologize for not uploading another episode sooner. The last episode I had planned came into some schedule conflicts with some other guests I had, and we plan on doing that at another time. But again, thank you for being patient. I didn't want to just put a piece of crap together and give you nothing. So I really took my time with this and felt like I got something good to say now. Uh, This episode is pretty much going to be summed up as everything being photographable. Everything is photographable. Got this from Joel Meyerowitz, listening to a lot of his uh, interviews on YouTube. And those are great. I would recommend anybody who is a Joel Meyerowitz fan or just a fan of photography in general. Go check those out. If you like, you can message me and I'll find the name of the videos I watched and give them to you. But anything Joel Meyerowitz records is amazing. He's just great to listen to speak. Inspirational and he's just a master of the craft. Uh, I recently picked up one of his books where I find myself and I have to say for me this is the best Joel Meyerowitz book Um, and what I mean by that is it has sample works from a lot of his other photo books so it's all in one and I really appreciate the photos and all the stories he tells in them so uh, thank you Joel love your work big fan Um, as I progressed with my studies into street photography I learned a couple things a lot of uh, from what other photographers were saying and Um, One that really stuck with me is there are no rules. There shouldn't be rules in street photography. So the whole um, notion that we have to define ourselves by set rules of street photography, uh, I don't think that should apply anymore. You know, these photographers, they got it right. Why are there rules? Why do we set rules for ourselves? As long as our work is meaningful and tells a great story, forget the rules. Um, If you just don't want to shoot certain subjects, um, then that's different. And nothing wrong with that. So I commend you. But yeah, um, go out, shoot what you like. Uh, Again, something I heard from Like a Conversations is... Don't be bound to a single genre. That was from Joel, once again. And, uh, yeah. And I took that little bit of advice, and I found myself shooting photographs that I typically wouldn't shoot previously in my street photography. Um, A lot of it is, like, if I, I see a nice scene walls different textures and 
the lights is casting different shadows before I would I would just look at it and say oh, that's a nice shadow and keep moving now I try to make a photograph of it so yes don't be bound to a single genre you know don't be that one guy where you just wait for someone with a hat walking by and you just snap a picture of them walking past you all right that's what you want to do though <laughs> again uh, but don't don't confine yourself to that that's pretty much what I'm trying to say um, something else Joel said that I really took to heart was uh, he didn't want to be the decisive moment photographer and I believe this was just at a certain point in his life in photography uh, he says it best but uh, it made a lot of sense like how many photos can you make of just the decisive moment you know whatever your decisive moment is how many of those photos can you make uh, so yeah go out try different techniques um, you know look for different subjects you know expand your horizons that's pretty much we are the masters and we create our own work. And I say masters not in the way like comparing ourselves to Joel Meyerowitz, but I mean, we are the masters of ourselves. So ultimately we control our destiny. I don't know, maybe that's a bad word, but yeah, moving forward. Um, something else I don't want to do, and I guess I got kind of caught up in it is I don't want to look at other photographers' work negative ways, you know. If they find a formula that works for them and they're successful doing it, that's fine. Go out and shoot, as Don Stevie will say. Go out and make photos. Just stop talking about other people's work and make your own. So definitely going to stick to that and just focus on myself. Um, if you would like some feedback on your photos, I, I don't mind giving it, but uh, I'm not going to constantly look for photos to, to bash. Not that I did that anyways, but uh, I'll admit there was times where I saw a photo and I'm like, how could the person take this? So, uh, I don't want to do that anymore. So I apologize to myself and to other people that I did do that. Yeah, everything is photographable. So find those subjects. Um, for me, I still look for um, interesting moments, interesting scenes. It doesn't have to be um, a person for say, maybe like I mentioned earlier, uh, a shadow. If you can create it in beautiful way and capture it all for it something else I've been doing uh, and I'm sticking to myself is I'm actually studying my photo books I have and I plan on buying one once a month at least or no more than two because <laughs> I don't want to buy them just to leave them on the bookshelf I actually want to look at them study the images 
which is why I bought the Where I Find Myself, and along with that, I bought Henry Cartier-Bresson's photographer book. Both of these books are really beautiful. They are big in size and weight. They are lovely books. Um, so pretty much both of them are just collections of their photographs. And I recommend both for either uh, anyone who's was contemplating on buying them. You know, not cu- one, uh, just curious what's inside. Obviously photographs, but yeah, I would recommend them. Uh, great to study. Um, but yes, I want to study the images more. And what I mean by that, I'll use. Uh, another book I had for a perfect example is I have Robert Frank's The Americans. And when I bought it, I looked through it quickly. Uh, well, not that quickly, but, you know, just kind of looked at a picture, turned the page, and it was fairly quick. Uh, but I didn't really study the photos. Uh, but now I'm actually studying the image. I want to. S- you know, I want to create a space in my head to feel as if I was Robert Frank and I was the one taking that photograph. You know, um, this is my plan with my new photo book studying, I want to say. Um, for inspiration, for direction, um, just overall, I want to be a better version of myself. So... I'm still currently studying the Americans, uh, and I'm taking notes, you know, uh, notes of what I think, how I interpret the photo. I'm con- creating my own story for this. So, uh, yeah, I challenge someone else. Maybe we can compare notes, and maybe we have some similarities. Um, we can discuss what may be different. Yeah, it's really great exercise, you know, to see visionaries and wondering what they saw, why they took this photograph. Um, I'm sure if any photographers out there, you know, they, they create a legacy of their own and people and generations in the future start to look at our photographs if we're ever that famous. And they try to do the same, you know. They create the story on why we took photographs of what we did, you know. Why did I take a photograph of this wall with a a basketball shadow? And I use that as an example because I just recently took a photo of a basketball court. And it had a pretty lovely shadow. Um, But yeah, study, study, study. Educate ourselves, right? Become better. Yep, I plan on buying photo book. Um, right now, I think I'm about to order um, Gordon Parks. I uh, got one in mind, saved in my Amazon shopping cart. I'm going to look around and make sure that's the one I want to buy. But you can't go wrong when you buy a, a photo book from somebody. So, um, Yeah, odd thing is, my very first photo book I ever bought was from a Japanese man who's from Osaka and 
he actually went to the neighborhood in Chicago where I'm from and he created a photo book and the reason why I found out from it was uh, my best friend back home sent me a text message one day and he's like hey you ever hear of this guy and he sent me the link to an uh, interview they did back home and I started reading it and I was like oh that's pretty cool um, funny story is the original photo book was a limited run I think he printed maybe like 20 or 30 copies whatever it may be but me being me uh, I sent him a message an email and he actually responded and I don't want to credit myself for it but it was my message that inspired him to print more so he printed some and I bought two of them one for myself and one for my best friend and I sent it to him and it's a really really uh, for me powerful because I could connect to each of those photos you know I, I've lived in that neighborhood and um, you have to see it you'd have to really look at the photos to understand but um, everyone connects to photos in their own way and just you know seeing this beautiful work and it took me back to my childhood and amazing 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 photographs um, I'll get that information the name of the artist a little later um, but yeah do any of my listeners have like a, a no I don't want to say no name everybody has a name so um I guess what I'm trying to say is like a not so well-known photographer photo book. Uh, that's for me the perfect one. Um, it, it speaks right to my, my heart and, and everything. So um, it'd be pretty interesting if he used a Leica too. <laughs> uh, but I didn't ask him that. We just had a, a brief conversation. And he, uh, he told me some good stories of back home. And this was a long time ago in the 80s. So. I was like two or three years old. It's funny, like I was not too far from where he was at taking photographs as I was a kid. Years later, I see the story. Um, something else I've been doing besides looking at photo books is, um, uh, once again, like I said, is watching the Leica conversations. I really like these because, um, you know, you, not just anyone could be a Leica ambassador photographer so to be chosen by Leica you know it's a kind of big deal hopefully one day they you know decide to have me represent the brand I would love to um, I reach out I haven't got an answer yet but Leica if you're listening let me know maybe we could work on a project together my favorite one so far is definitely Joel Meyerowitz. So um, you just go on YouTube and search Joel Meyerowitz like a conversation. So just uh, again, like kind of some good inspirational quotes. And it's funny I said that because like I hate reading inspirational quote photos on the internet, uh, but you know, watching them and connecting to them is kind of different. So, 
I kind of mentioned it earlier, um, the one that stuck with me the most was Joe Myritz. He wanted to do other things and not only be known or not only known to be a decisive moment photographer. Uh, and that's when he said he decided to, you know, work on other projects outside of street photography. And his portraiture work is really great and classical. Um, connects to the subject really well. Uh, the one portrait sticks to mind, I guess, is a very common favorite for many people is the one at the barbecue with the girl next to the tree. Uh, and he has a story about that photograph as well. Uh, another quote was from Ralph Gibson, and I like how he said, I use photography to find my soul, not sell my soul. For a lot of us, especially street photography, yeah, street photographers, sorry, and I know Don Seavey said this, is it's an outlet for us, you know, it's an outlet to escape our everyday monotony. The everyday monotony of just the monotonous routine of waking up, going to work, coming home, going to sleep, waking up, going home. You know, that same work cycle. Uh, street photography gets you out of there. It's a great way to decompress, um, connect with the outside world, the nature, whatever it is you're shooting, people, shadows, still lives. A garbage can, a moving car, or whatever it is. Uh, it's it's a great outlet to decompress. Stuff we already know, right? Uh, another quote that I love from Mr. Don Stevie. I use you as a reference a lot. Because uh, he's just he's a great photographer, personal friend of mine. Uh, just go out and shoot. If you run out of photos, go out and shoot. If you don't like your photos, go out and shoot. Make new pictures. Go out and shoot. Uh, maybe this episode should have been go out and shoot. But no, it's everything is photographable. Uh, and it is, you know. Um, I kind of have to retract my previous statements in other episodes where I said the things I don't. But uh, definitely opened my eyes up and shooting. I've been enjoying shooting recently, you know, um, pretty much restricted to the island of Okinawa because of work and COVID and the very few things that we can do is go outside and what I can do outside is take photographs and um, as long as I can do that, I'm happy. So um, that's me going out and shooting. I've been shooting a lot of film lately. So much so that uh, I'm considering ordering <laughs> chemicals to start uh, developing my own film again. Uh, it's probably cheaper in the long run, but uh, I don't. I don't like to say I don't have the time to do things because I always find the time to do something. But I don't have the time to develop the film. That's. Half the reason why the other half is to buy the chemicals. It just it's really hard to source. Um, but that's another. When I was in England, I it was easier to get the chemicals, and I had a lot more time there. 
uh, it was another escape for me was you know shoot a roll go home develop it and um, yeah even the process of developing is super simple um, it's just time consuming people considering developing their own film and think you need a dark room not necessarily I develop my film in my bathroom lights on so just to go just kind of an example um, yeah I've been shooting film a lot more I'm enjoying it I'm going out and shooting Don I'm doing it I promise <laughs> Uh, you just have to to wait till I get my film back. That's the only downside of it. But yeah, use our resources. I would say um, I'm transitioning to another, you know, another topic <clears throat> for street photography. Use your resources. Um, like I said, I'm using YouTube, like a conversation to to study and, and learn more. One day I would like to participate in um, like a academy course. Uh, just finding the right one for me is something I'm just waiting for on that. It's just uh, it's not the opportunity. I'm I'm waiting for the right class. So uh, I did see one that's coming in December. I might sign up for that and hopefully get some good valuable perspectives. Uh, can't say knowledge because I mean when I think of knowledge it's camera related f-stop shutter speed ISO and I know all that already so um, yeah using all those resources and information uh, I want to start pushing on to my my method of shooting you know uh, how does this tie into my street photography how do I apply this? What do I see? What do I think? What do I feel? How do I feel when I'm shooting street photography? It should all tie back to each other and kind of full circle. You know, be better. Be better than you were yesterday. And I know a lot of this I probably said before, but you know, just kind of subtle reminders go out and shoot go out and shoot <laughs> make new photographs um, but I'm, I'm not gonna ask as many questions as I did in the previous episode uh, that one was kind of more of a, a ramble I'm trying to make you know focus more on a hidden certain topics what I want to talk about um, again this was kind of a last minute but I felt a more well thought out pod. Um, I do want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I'm going to go scan some film because I'm a little behind on that. So thanks again. This is Apple Lo-Fi Hip Hop Beats. Hope you enjoyed the music and me talking. Um, go buy some street photography books. Support small businesses. Buy some zines great photographers out there um, Don Stevie had an exhibition I hope that was successful for him hope he sold all his photos if you were in London reach out, buy some of his photos, his work 
is great. Um, definitely captures the unseen sides of London. So, um, I do got some some pretty good lineups coming in the future. I don't want to, you know, say any names right now until everything's recorded and uploaded. But uh, I'm reaching out and I'm talking to a lot of people. So. Hopefully we can all schedule a video chat and get get our pods recorded. Um, but yeah, got uh, three potential guests um, that I think the street photography community would love to hear from. So uh, cross your fingers. I hope we can get it done. And yeah i really i really look forward because i like talking to other people and and learning the things they know Um, you know everybody knows something different from the next person so those are my resources people are my resources so i'm going to use those to help myself become better um mr don stevie i'm going to be reaching out to you because me and you we fit on this podcast like uh I don't know some partners i'll think of something but hopefully you can be a guest again and you can give me some honest truth about my work because i appreciate your honesty and opinions and you're very truthful so oh sorry for rambling thanks again this is like a street photography collective um Trying to keep it street photography, so yes. Trying to think of my next episode. Now I'm just wasting time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, have a great day. Bye.